All right, welcome in to another episode of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Um, little surprise podcast, surprises the guest, as I just asked him 30 seconds ago. Um, appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, I was going to do a solo one uh, just because I had some stuff to talk about, I guess. And then I was like, yeah, I don't know if everybody wanted to do a, hear a solo one. So I uh, brought in my boy, Matthew Wood. Back in for another one. Matthew, what's happening, brother? Man, not much. Not much. Just uh just grinding away, trying to uh start game planning for this upcoming week and and getting the ball rolling, man. But uh no, happy happy to be here, happy to be on, happy to happy to have you, man. So yeah, appreciate so, it. Uh that's why I wanted to have you on. Uh you were on here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh we're both early in our seasons. Mm. Things were going okay and looking up for both of us. And yeah, now they're not. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I just um, really, I, so I, I think since Friday, I've just tried to understand why is the biggest thing, right? Like, why does yeah. everything happen and why do we keep going and why do we choose to do this? Mm. So, I wanted to get your perspective. Um, when we talked to you, you guys were two and L kind of rolling yeah. and yeah. you've had a tough go since. Yeah. So yeah. maybe what I'm trying to do, reverse the curse, <laughs> get you back on the pod. We start rolling. Um, but no, I just, you know, we've, we've had a ton of injuries and Friday night yeah. ended terribly, pretty scary situation. Everything's all good. Um, yeah. But uh, we just keep losing guys. And, you know, we sat yeah. in the coaches meeting this morning on Sunday and everybody was like, you know, we're shortening practice time because we can't afford to lose anybody. Right. right. Like we're just right. at that point. And um, I think everybody's just kind of, kind of at the spot where it is what it is. And we just have to have to keep fighting. And that's always easier said than done. Cause there's still a lot of people I feel like with some panic in their voice, which yeah. I hate. And I think I've always appreciated about you is never show panic, especially on yeah. the field. Right. Like, yeah. Um, it's just something you have to do as a leader is not show any yeah. panic. And so, um, I guess I just wanted to, you know, it's easy for us, for me to say, you know, I tell everybody all the time, you know, I lost 21 games in a row once. This is nothing. Right. People listen to this. They might not know that and boy to get that win. That was the best. And, and what those, that win led to first road win in over three years right. and then first right. playoff win on the road in over 20 years for the program and all yeah. those things. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's all uh, there's, there's good things coming if you keep fighting. But I think yeah. in these moments, it's hard to remember that. And you, you're obviously at a you know different level and have people and different personalities from all over. So, what is kind of your message, maybe to yourself right now, mm -hmm. and then to to your guys, and especially just inside your room? Yeah, yeah. No, great. <laughs> I mean, great question. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for me. And and I actually just said this to these guys even before we just played our last game um, was, was just, you know, stay like fall, fall back in love with the process, right? Like 
Um, for us, we've done a ton of cultural change. We've done a ton of structural change. Um, not only within like each of our individual position groups, but, um, like on our side of the ball and then on our program as a whole. So, um, you know, as of right now, and I've said this to some players and parents and, and things like that, uh, even though we're not yielding the results in the win loss column that we want, right? Like that's the ultimate goal. Um, but things are changing like culture wise, how we attack things, how we're preparing, um, how we're coming together as a team, as a unit, like, um, you know, just different things from, from our guys. Like one example for us today, Sunday was, um, you know, even after our film session, you know, we, we only have X amount of time to go through stuff. Right. Um, you know, some of the younger cats, you know, saying, Hey, yo coach, like after we're done with our lift and like our stretch and, you know, all the other stuff that we do, um, for our guys to today, they're like, Hey, can you hang out and wait so we can, we can just watch every snap and coach us up on every little thing. Right. Um, and that's not something this program has had like guys right. that are hungry to learn and grow and, you know, take and receive the coaching. So, um, you know, I think that's been my main message is, you know, continue to fall in love with the process. Cause I'd be lying to you if, if I, if I didn't, it didn't say that I didn't slip a little bit too. Right. Like everybody um, does. Right. So, and, and I'm, and I'm honest with those dudes. Like I'm, you know, I, th I think, um, kids nowadays, very, very observant. So you're, you're kidding yourself. If you think, nah, they don't see that, or they can't tell, you know, when we're down or if we, if we don't bring the right juice or energy, like you're, you're kidding yourself. Right. right. So, um, I think they appreciate like how authentic we are as a staff. Um, and how much we pour into them, you know, they, they, they understand that. And, and I've had a couple of other, you know, guys and guys that I know that coach that are just like, they see what we're doing. Um, and they're like, Hey, you just keep, keep pouring into these kids. Like that's one of the guys that, um, I know that coaches within the conference, he was just like, Hey, keep pouring into those dudes. Like you guys have had some really good game plans this year. Um, and the way you've attacked stuff and approached stuff, like, people are seeing, seeing some stuff. Right. Um, and I think that's really cool. I've had a couple of head coaches, um, after the game, you know, come up and say stuff to myself and other co-defense coordinator, like, wow, like you guys, like that game was not that score. Right. You know? Um, so I think that that's something that I continue to just make sure I'm staying focused on. And, um, I think that's important. It's, it's definitely hard, but that's one of the biggest things that I lean on just, just now. And, um, you know, I was, I was just talking with some family members yesterday and I was like, I only get to do this like 12 weeks out of the year. Right. So like, I, I have to seize every opportunity that I have. Like I have three more games guaranteed this year and that's freaking awesome. So I got to make sure, um, you know, you don't just let those things slide, like prepare every week. Like it's your last, um, because you never know. You never 100%, know. dude. I think I, I, I mean, just touching on your point, I, this is the first time 
that in the, at the high school level that I've been around it, where it, it's just going to be our last game. Mm. Um, you know, there's definitely obviously yeah. been times when I was head coach in Minnesota, where we were going on the road to play the number one team in state. And we mm. weren't that, you know, and, um, <laughs> as much as I, I always say like, yeah, you know, the message to coaches is you never believe your own hype. Well, I mm-hmm. can't say things that I don't mean. So, um, yeah. you know, even if I'm preaching, you know, if we play perfect, we should win. Yes, that is true. Like if we played perfect, we would win, but you yeah. know, sometimes right in those situations. So I, I said on Monday, last Monday in our team meetings, you know, I told at that time, I told the seniors, I said, you have most of you, who don't hold offers right now have 19 days of being a football player left in your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep. Yeah. And that, and that's it. I mean, we know we're not making the playoffs and, and then you could see some of that really hit them in the face when I said that. And I said, mm-hmm. the first time I met y'all, I stood up here and told you to not be scared of learning a new offense because we have 200 and some days until we go to Tucson. We have 200 and some days to be mm-hmm. perfect and speaking the same language. And then after that, I'm going to expect more. But um, it's just crazy the aspect of time and how fast it goes. And so I, I am interested to see how that night goes for those guys because, you know, they know like they're putting it on for the last time. And yeah. we're playing an opponent that week that I think favorably we, we should compete with. We should have an opportunity yeah. to win that game. It's not like a couple of the games we've played where we've played some dudes and, yeah. uh, you know, like last Friday night, we played three kids who are committed to the university of Arizona. Um, no a, big deal. Yeah, no big deal. U of A's running back coach was there and he talked to us before the game. He called Stan. Yeah. So he's going to be there. And, uh, he said, can't wait to chat with you guys, whatever. We knew why he was going to yeah. be there. They got three yeah. commits, you know. So anyways, <laughs> and then he said that the guard, the kid who starts at guard for them right now uh, at Apollo is going to start at center. He's like, we expect him mm. to start at center next year at wow. the U of A. And so I'm like, damn, dude, our kids are playing a starting Big 12 kid. Like if they yeah. think that right yeah. now, that means that he could come in right now and start for them. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's just insane. And they're running back Adam Muhammad, grade A kid, but uh, just a stellar human, um, just from what I saw in the yeah. events on Friday. And then um, just, but he's such a freak athlete, too. I've, I've never seen, I've truly never seen a Division One running back like that. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> like at that level, like you're like, yeah, he's D1. And now I know because it's like sometimes you see kids, you're like, how how can you decipher between a D1 kid and not? I saw it. You can see it. Uh, yeah. We had one play. They ran a stretch. Defense actually did pretty well, kind of bottled him up in the backfield. He juked around, pushed off a guy. And after that push, he ran and weaved in between people. Our guys, his guys, ran untouched for 75 yards after that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I have never seen cuts like that. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah he's yeah. good. Uh, they ran a play fake where he just covered like this the whole time, ran down the sideline. I think 10 of our 11 shot to the right, their quarterback half it left. <laughs> um, and I don't think the left guy was paying any attention. So he had no idea, Oh man. but it was just insane to see. Right. And it's, it's a tough look, but um, 
let, let me, let me ask you this, man. You talk about like some of the seniors, not, you know, they, they only have X amount of days left. Yeah. Um, you know, who, who are like the most vocal guys for you right now? Like who are, or is it, is it some of those guys that are like, you know, they're saying, Hey, I only got a few games left or is it, you know, who, who are the guys and, and what's that kind of like for you guys? Yeah. I think it's the leaders that we count on. Um, you know, the guys that have offers really. And then mm. a kid who didn't get to play a single snap his senior year because he tore his ACL and Jason Campbell, but I was mm. really excited to coach and, um, he's just a great, a dude. And, you know, I hugged him up big on senior night and he cried, he was crying, which yeah, dude, I get it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'm sure on Friday it's homecoming. I'm sure he'll be in his fields too, but yep. he is standing <clears throat> They Every time I hear staying, he's like, get back. And it's Campbell, you know, he's right there cheering his dudes on. He's at practice every day. Mm-hmm. He could be doing anything else. He's got, he doesn't have a shot in the world. Right. Yep. And that's why I like, I always tell, I'm like, you're going to find a home because of your film yep. from last year. And I know <clears throat> personally, I know people are interested in you. Um, mm-hmm. One, but I just keep telling him like, Hey, your leadership, whatever, like he's going to be a great coach someday. He's all in There's the questions he asks, you know, he sits in on my meetings. He doesn't have to, but he just misses ball. And so he's mm-hmm. just there and he sits in and asks questions and they're, they're not stupid ass questions, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, dude, a lot of our guys are just messing around and I think it just goes to show uh, we had two seniors who were academically ineligible on Friday night. Mm. And instead of coming to the game with us, wearing a Jersey, supporting the team on the sideline, okay. knowing they only have so many of those moments left. Right. The boys told me in pregame that they went golfing. Wow. And I was, I, t- I said this morning, our coaches, me, I was like, I don't want them back. Like, I know it's not my call, but if it yeah. was my call, like, don't bring those guys back. Cause that's the stuff yeah. that we have to get rid of building the team and building the culture moving forward. Like right. that's, that's what's holding us back. And I get it. It's like, we're in that lull of the last couple of years, you know, there's been a couple juniors, senior, but then it's, it's been senior, senior, seniors. And then mm-hmm. they were all playing. And now this year, really, we brought back three seniors and a couple juniors that we expected stuff from, you know, and that's just a tough place to be at. And here we are, but you know, just keep fighting, keep grinding, whatever. Yeah. Um, It's just been a, it's just been a crazy process to see it all. And uh, I think it's just nuts because I think we've had the talk. It's like, yeah. When when you want to give up is when you should obviously just keep pushing. And I think, I think that's what makes me excited is, the guys that are coming back, like there's definitely guys I wish I had more time with being. It's my first mm-hmm. time here, but the guys that are coming back, I'm just juiced up because they're all in, you know, like right. it, it, I've never one. I've never seen injuries like this in my life. Yeah. And they're not, I got a tight groin or my hamstrings tight. Right. I'm going to be out a couple weeks. Like every single dude right. is a season ending injury. And it's just like, right. we cannot, cannot, catch a break and it just yeah. keeps going. And it's, I've just never, I don't know why. And I don't like, you know, we talked as coaches and I said the comment and I hope that I can clip it, but I said, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't understand the balance of life 
And I, you know, I can just hope that it, you know, is setting us up to keep fighting and keep pushing to be extremely successful next year. You know, like I think my exact words were win the state title by 70 points. Um, Yeah. But it's just great. I mean, it's just insane to, to just see and for these kids to just deal with, you know, like I said, I've dealt with defeat 21 nights in a row. It's not fun, but to see them and then we're just, so out of place because we have to play guys now. Like right. we're, we're pl- right. now we're at the point where we're playing guys because we have to. And right. Right. It's not a fun spot. To no, be it's in. not. Yeah, it's not. Let, let me ask you this. Are the injuries more like, Hey, it's a, it's a practice. Hey, it's a, it's a non-contact type thing. Or is it, Hey, I'm in a situation and this injury happens. Like what, what are the types of things that like you guys are seeing? Um, yeah, we've had a couple, couple non-contact ACL tears. Um, we had, um, a fourth metatarsal break on the foot Mm. running back, which is just, a. I mean, that's usually a non-contact. That's like a weird plant, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, QB1's got two high ankle sprains. The bye week was huge. And then Friday night, I literally thought he tore his ACL. Uh, but it just his ankle again, but just the way he got rolled up and was grabbing at it, but he's going to keep fighting. Cause he's the toughest dude I know. And, um, it's yeah. just these injuries that not necessarily, I think you can prevent, you know, um, right. Landing on Friday. And that was just a free kit. Uh, right. glad he's good. I mean, it's just going to be right. a concussion. He feels like he got hit by a oh. bus, but, uh, yeah. it's scary for our team, you know? So, yeah to end the game with a kid getting carted off, but right. I tell you, I never wanted to cry more and I get teared up thinking about it. But when he lifted his hand up from that stretcher and gave a big thumbs up to everybody and the place goes fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I mean, it's just a scary thing, but now I feel bad because he's kid was having, I mean, we we're getting the break speed off us, but he, he was having a hell of a game. He had seven catches for 56 yards to that point. And then yeah. it's just like, all right. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, I yeah. mean, but that's just, I mean, you're not coming back for in right. two weeks from that kind of a head injury. Right. And it was right. literally like he was in a car crash. He was feeling a punt. His head was up. He started running the kid. It was all clean. There was no, no. I mean, his dad, us, his coaches, the refs, right. the, no, there was no clean. There was no ill will attentions on the hit. Right. This was one of those free right. kids where his head was up. He got ran through. And he mm-hmm. stopped on a dime and his head whiplashed. And then he, mm-hmm. he, I think on the whiplash is when he got knocked out. And right. It was scary as fuck. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to lie to just see a kid fall lifeless. is not right. a sweet fucking feeling in no your kidding. stomach. And uh, yeah, it just, it was insane. And I feel for him. And, um, but I know that he would make that play a hundred times over. He's not calling for a fair catch because he's a dog. He, he saw yeah. one guy. He's like, I'm going to put a move on him. Yeah. And, Make a play because even when he came to his dad asked Landon, why is your fair catch? He's like, because I thought I was going to score. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's crazy. It that's is crazy. So I don't uh, know, man. No, it's I, just it, they're 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 big time injuries. We also play right. big time competition, big time dudes. Right. Um, it is. I mean, there's a there's a clear cut difference in the guys we have who are getting D D three to D two offers. Mm-hmm. The guys we're playing against who are. Power five, already committed. Athletes, yeah, yeah. You know? they're already committed to go. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. So 
just a little, just a little bit different competition wise. But I, yeah, I don't think like, you know, there's not like, Oh, I wish we would reduce stress in practice or anything like that. It's just, right. it's, it's just, the, we literally, the bug has, has bitten and it's right. not letting go. Right. No. I, and I think the reason why I ask, and I, I was asking a couple of other coaches around the league, um, even on Saturday, um, just cause I know that they've had some, some significant injuries, um, like some season ending stuff to some, you know, important players on their teams. Um, you know, I just asked them like, Hey, what were some of the things you guys were doing in fall? Were you doing this? Were you doing that? Just in camp to like prepare for the year. Um, right. and the reason why I asked is like, we've had some, some pretty significant injuries. Like we've got some guys that are battling through some stuff, um, to be able to play, like we've got guys in clubs and you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but one thing we did that I feel has helped us was we actually went live, like multiple times this fall um like whether it was just a five minute session or our entire inner squad scrimmage was completely live like just a few different things that we did um because like there's there's no way to simulate a getting game a, a gator roll or right. you having to cut because a guy's taking a sharp angle at you like there's no way to sim simulate that stuff right. in practice like even if you're thudding up or whatever like it's just not the same um, well, and that's I yeah. and not to cut you off, but it's just such a train. It's such a crazy thought because I don't, I don't know that there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. I agree, and we I have agree. gone, we've gone full, we've gone full a couple times, and we had yeah. a, a scrimmage that was full on everybody, right? Yep. Um, yep. and the, and all those things. But then you look at like in your conference, especially, and I don't know, maybe St. John's has changed how they do it, but there was never. When they were winning all the time, John Gillardi, the winningest coach in college football, his big mm -hmm. things was no tackling, no whistles at yep. practice. Yep. And they didn't lose. I mean, like yep. for a long exactly. time, like he's the winningest coach in not division three, not division college football. No one has more than him. Yep. Um, and that was his philosophy and it worked. And I think right. it's, I mean, right. I do think that there is something to be said to condition the body to take a hit. And that's, and I yeah. know that's true because that's why, you know, we at least at the high school level have to do um, so many practices with so many different pads on. So your body gets mm -hmm. used to those things. That you, um, But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think if there was a right or wrong way to do it, we would all do that one right. way. Everybody right. would run practice the same way and nobody would get hurt. Unfortunately, it's right. just, Sometimes you just get the shit end of a stick and <laughs> right. No, I, and, and I agree. Like we used to, we used to do the same thing. Like we used to do nothing to the ground, like none of that type of stuff. Um, and we were like, we got to do something different. Like we got to change, we got to change this thing up. And right. it's, it seems to have helped. Like from what I can tell, obviously we've done a few other things differently, but right. um, like even just from like our best player, like he's taken some big hits to, like even our defensive players, like we don't have nearly as many shoulder injuries as yeah. we've had in the past since I've been here. Um, now, are, am I saying we were free of injuries? Absolutely not. Um, but I, I do feel like that's helped putting those guys in an environment that's going to stress their body the mo the closest it's going to be to a game. Um, so, I, yeah, I was just kind of curious. I was just kind of curious about that just because I know everyone is, everyone's different. Um and I, just with the guys that I was talking, talking to, they, they were like, 
no, we never go to the ground. Like you crazy. Right. Like why, why would you guys do that? And it's like, shoot, man, we, we got to try something. So. Yeah. Um, I think if you ask like most college program, I mean, I shouldn't say most, I don't know. I would, I would assume that a lot don't um, mm-hmm. just cause you can't, everybody is that one guy away from the season. And I think everybody wishes their too deep was as great as they think it is in their mind. But the reality mm-hmm. of the situation is it's not. Otherwise that guy would right. be on the field yeah. for you. So, um, but, and it takes some stones to do it, man. Like, I gotta be honest. Like we were all nervous. We were just like, well, like, are we going to lose somebody? We're going to lose our starting left tackle. If we go freaking all out, like are we gonna right. lose our, you know, one of our best players, like, um, you know, but here, that's the thing is as soon as you start getting scared about that, that's when that type of stuff, happens. 100%. as soon as you're being timid or like, Oh, don't hit with anything. Whatever, and that's life, like, dude. Yeah. As soon as you start worrying about how you're spending your last dollar, that dollar's never coming back. As soon as mm-hmm. anything you do that, you start to get scared of, exactly. that's when it catches up with you. And it's like, exactly. yeah, it's here. I agree with that hundred percent. The only thing I ever get yep. scared of in practice is when kids run in with their arms up like scout team guys mm-hmm. quarterbacks are throwing. Mm-hmm. That's an always thing. And I start to stand in and step up in front of scout team guys. And it takes them <laughs> one time to run in with their arms up towards yeah. a starting quarterback. And I lose my mind on them. <laughs> like I'm never going to give you more reps because you knocked out our yeah. quarterback in practice. Exactly. That's- I my, dude, my rule of thumb is I just sit, tell the linebackers. I'm like, yo, you get within two yards, boom, you turn, turn the other way. You veer yeah. off and you're going the other direction. Like 100%. it's just not worth it. Like it's not worth it to lose any quarterback or like he could jab and work back to you, or he could throw and hit his hand on your helmet. Like right. there's just too many things that are too stupid. Like that position is so valuable um, that it's just not worth it. Right. Like, it's just surely not worth it. Um, so I'm glad I'm not the only one that struggles with that. <laughs> no, I lose it on the scout team guys. I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, what are you doing? Nobody's gonna, <laughs> nobody's gonna give you more reps because you put a hit on our, our quarterback. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like when you then get your opportunity in a game. Away. Yeah. Then do that. So <laughs> I don't know. Just wild to me. Just yeah. kind of funny, but no, I just, uh, <clears throat> like I said, I just wanted to hop on and, um, record something real quick. I have no idea where we're at time wise. I don't really care. I just, um, I just wanted to check in with you and, and see yeah, how man. everything was was going and provide a little update because yeah. I know you're getting close to the end and unfortunately yeah. we are too. And yeah, um, no, so for sure. No, I mean but, we're we're five games into the conference schedule, so we've 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 dropped each one of them, um, which which has been hard. Like. I don't know, man, like there's, there's something to be said about like, you know, just, just taking, taking it out. Like that stuff's hard, dude. Like I think, um, you know, it's saying it doesn't weigh on you or like, like my big thing is like, Hey, we just got to reset and we got to get ready for the next season. Um, you know, I think for like, even for us, like as a defensive staff, like we gave up 58 points two weeks ago, like that crushes your soul a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So the same way when um, I don't score, when I, you know, if you get shut out, it's the same feeling you give up 60 or you get shut out. Right. So I, I think, um, you know, as, as a player, as a coach, like, um, you know, there, there's something to be said about having, 
you know, your own process to get mentally clear. I mean, whether, whether you're winning or losing, I think that's super important to find something, you know, within yourself to figure out what it is that's going to get you, yeah. get you, I guess, to steal, to steal your guys's pie, get you back to even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like get you back to a spot where you can go ahead and prepare for the next week um, and not let some of those things slip through the cracks. Because like, even if you're winning, like, you're like, there's, there is an opportunity for you to say, well, we won. So those little things don't matter. Right. Or whatever it is. Um, but that's when you, you're going to get exposed. Right. So for us, like, even after we lost like our first couple of games, like it's, it's just like, Hey, like message is still the same. You know, we, we've got to continue to compete. We've got to continue to battle. We've got to receive coaching, like, um, you know, and, you know, I, I think one of the biggest things for, for our guys is, you know, um, how, how we've prepared, you know, we've gone into these games. I, I feel as though we've gone into these games with, you know, our, our, ourselves completely ready to go mentally um, in terms of understanding what we're going to see, you know, what we can anticipate, um, you know, a, a big thing that I've been teaching um, you know, my guys is just the progression of an offense. Right. right. Um, and I have you do a tribute for this and what you've told me, like, Hey, when I design a play, I do one, two, three, like those types of things. Yeah. Um, so I've just been continuing to teach my guys like, Hey, here's, here's how they do this. And then it's going to be this and then this. So when we're like, usually I get to Friday and I'm talking about, Hey, when we see this, we can expect blah, blah, blah. And just right. like getting those guys to recite that stuff back to me. Um, that's been a big point of emphasis for me this year, uh, has been just the sheer knowledge transfer. Um, so having those guys come to the sideline and say, yep, I saw this, like, yep. you know, we saw this all week in practice, um, you know, those types of things. So I think that's been, that's, that part has been really reassuring. Um, yeah. just, just from our guys understanding what they see when they're going to see it, um, you know, tr- trusting their eyes and, and things like that. So I think that part's been, been really, really cool just to experience it, right. Like to experience 100%. those guys being able to, um, you know, I, I think what I'm trying to say is I think I'm glad I can effectively teach some of this stuff, right. Like, I think that's maybe just a little reassurance for myself, but, um, you know, and then on the flip side of it, you know, I, I feel, I feel like, Hey, we're, we, we have, we as a staff have been able to put guys in positions to make plays. Um, and that part's been good, but at the same time, like I'd be lying to you if I, I'd say I've, I've called a perfect game every week. Right. You know, um, like there was one play on Saturday where as a changeup, I didn't want us to be in man coverage on a pressure, but I was like, Hey, we've been pressuring, um, some quarters pressures, some zone pressures, and I'm like, you know what? We've been doing that. Like each time we've been pressuring, I'm going to go with a man coverage changeup in pressure. Like, you know, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to break my tendency here. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, they, they saw we were in man check to, you know, a, a fade on um, my, my nickel who doesn't play man coverage all the time. And uh, they got like 25 yard gain off of it. Right. So it, it was just one of those deals where it was like, yep, that's the level of competition that we're facing when you show your hand, um, you yeah. know, you're, yeah. you're, they're going to find the vulnerability. Right. 100%. Uh, 
So I, I think that part too is is just some of the game within the game, and that's something that I appreciate continue continually being tested as a coach. So that part's been been really really fun just over these last um, you know seven weeks. So um, what we've got left, we've got three more conference games guaranteed. We've got two games right now identified. Um, our first one up this coming Saturday is our rivalry. I believe it's a lot, the oldest rival college football rivalry game in Minnesota. Wow. That McAllister versus Hamlin. Um, so I want to say, in fact, check me if I'm wrong, but it's the oldest rivalry in the state of Minnesota, which is wild. Um, like over a hundred years, um, yeah. old rivalry game. And so it's, it's a battle for the paint bucket. I don't, I don't remember the complete origin story, but um, it's, it's like Ohio state versus versus Michigan type of type of hatred. So um, we've lost it the last two years. Um, The only time I've won this game is when I was at Hamlin as a player, as a player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) so that was pretty fun, but so that's that's a goal this week, right? Is is to go, you know, get that thing back. Um, so that that'll be a fun, fun, tough game. We're two, both of us are in the same spot record wise. Um, so so that'll be a fun battle. And then we've got another another game against um, Saint Scholastica up in Duluth, and um, that's that's kind of a little bit of a rivalry. We've seen each other four times over the last two years, which yeah. is kind of yeah. wild. Um, three of our games have been decided by a total of, I want to say like six points. Wow. Um, and we're two and two against one another. So a little, little unspoken rivalry, um, uh, between the two squads. So we go up there, um, week nine and that should, that should be fun. Um, I want to say they're in a similar spot as us as well. Um, record wise. And then, um, and then we'll see, we have the, the Maya crossover game, uh, at the end of the year. Um, so it could be, I want to say like one, one of three teams. I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure how it's going to play out yet. Um, just depends on how our last two games go here and how the last two games go for a few other teams. So, um, should be interesting, but you know, I, I'm excited. We're, we're going to be getting a few guys back from injury here, um, this week, next week. Um, and, uh, yeah, really, really opportune time for us to open up the playbook. Um, not, not to say we've been saving anything. It's just, there's been things we've wanted to run. Just situation hasn't made sense for us to do it. Right. Um, so excited to, you know, throw, throw some stuff at these, these teams that they haven't seen yet. Um, and just kind of get our guys a little more juiced up about, you know, some of the things that we can do, um, some of the more exotic things that we've practiced since last spring, um, that we just haven't found a spot for yet, really continuing to grow and develop our system, um, defensively. So, um, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm excited about the guys that we have. Uh, I tell them this all the time. I love the heck out of these dudes. Um, and even today just, um, you know, figured out just some of the guys that, you know, that want it, um, the guys that were staying around doing volunteer stuff that they didn't have to, um, and that says a lot about guys. I think it says a lot about, you know, the, the culture that these guys have. And, and speaking of seniors for you, like that was something we talked about today. Like I had a couple of the fifth year guys, you know, stand up and talk, um, just about, you know, where they were at. Um, and you know, I guess my, like my word of advice, like to anyone, but even those guys, what I said today was 
um, you're never going to have any regrets, like given it, given everything you had. Right. And, you know, cause a lot of those messages, right. Like is for the seniors, like, Oh, do it for the seniors. Like, blah, blah, blah. like you're going to, you're going to wish you, you know, when you're a senior that those younger guys were doing it for you, like blah, blah, blah. Um, which is true that there's, yep. there's, that, that's all true. Right. As a senior, I was super juiced up that sophomores were busting their ass. And I was that kid as a sophomore. Like yep. I was busting yep. my ass trying to make sure like we we're winning as many games as possible. Um, but what I said was like, you're never going to have any regrets given everything you had. Like that's right. what I'm trying to do. Like I'm busting my absolute, my butt to, to get, to do the best thing, best I can every single day. Like I'm staying up till one, 2 AM doing scouting reports, you know, breaking down film, doing all this stuff, um, you know, creating social media graphics, like whatever it is, I'm yeah. doing that stuff. I'm not patting myself on the back, but it's just like, I want to do it to put my best foot forward um, no matter what. And um, I'm not going to, whenever my time at Hamlin is done, I'm never going to look back on it as man. I, I didn't do enough. Right. right. Like I want to always make sure I do that. So that was my message to those guys is do it for yourself, do it for your teammates, do it for, you know, everyone here, you know, do it for your family. Um, and you're, you're never going to have any regrets. So if, if that's the way you approach everything you're doing, um, just knowing that, Hey, I, I controlled everything I could, um, whether we get the result you want or not, because the reality is you're not always going to like, you got to put right. yourself out on a limb. Like you got to. And yeah. if, if you're unwilling to do that and not care about the result, then you're not doing it the right way. You know, 100%. Um, I think that's super important too. So that, that was just one of one small part of my message for those guys today. Um, because it's been freaking hard, man. It has been. And, yeah. you know, um, like you can tell that, um, like everyone cares, right? Like I think some people maybe think like some kids don't care or whatever, but these kids give, they give a crap. Like they care. Oh, yeah. Um, and for sure. uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's been the same for you guys or not, but that's, that's kind of how it's been for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is that uh, the kids who are starting to realize that they're really short on time mm -hmm. are, all of a sudden super proactive on Twitter, throwing out their highlights <laughs> to not necessarily yeah. like, I mean, I just see them all of a sudden, like they'll be dropping it under a random coach, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm -hmm. what have you done all year? You know, now all of a sudden you realize you're almost out of time and you want more yeah. and they're just trying yeah. to buy more time. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, also one thing I'll say too is, um, if you listen to this pod all the time, you probably remember a couple with Ross Hawley and Ross mm -hmm. runs a recruiting service. And I think, you know, we've talked about Ross and I, especially we talked about recruiting services, good ones, bad ones. And there's definitely ones that exploit children yep. and families. And I'm not going to name names, but I have a kid on my team who's a senior right now. Uh, his dad also sent an angry tweet to me after a game, <laughs> um, which is a wild thing. Um, anyways, I, I just looked up his stuff and I just was trying to understand where this came from. I like the kid a lot. I do. I don't think that he gives hundred percent effort all the time, but 
he he understands and like kind of your point earlier he always comes back to the sidelines and he's like well they're doing exactly what you told us they do on crossing routes right like there they're getting confused and they're not sticking with us or they are sometimes. And sometimes mm-hmm. he's like, you know, stuff like just little things like that. So at least I know he's hearing what I'm saying and Phil right. and he's taking that whatever. And, but anyways, somewhere along his line, his dad, I'm assuming, well, I know his dad did signed him up for a recruiting service. And on this said recruiting service, when he was in the seventh or eighth grade, they put him as a top 100 recruit in the nation and talked oh, about uh, talked about his division one upside as he was coming out of eighth grade football. Wow. Because somebody preyed on a family. Yeah. And I hate that shit because it's, it's, it's not what you do. And that's what I've always said. Like, you know, even, you know, if you don't get recruited, that's on me. Like that's, uh, right. that falls on me. Right. You don't have to go right. pay somebody to, to get recruited. That's not how it works anymore. The coaches aren't going to go to a recruiting service. Nick Saban no. doesn't call up a recruiting service and say, who's the best guys you got. They know the best coaches in the country. They go to those schools. They, they look at them, uh, whatever. So uh, and that list goes on and on. I mean, especially in college, I'm sure there's places where when you guys mm-hmm. need a guy, you turn to a high school and you're like, Hey, do you guys have any linemen that are still looking for a home? Cause you know, yep. they're well coached coming from that high school, whatever it is. Yep. Um, but I just saw that and then everything made sense. And I totally dropped on why his dad sent me the, the mean tweet. Um, right. Right. It didn't matter anymore because somebody took advantage of them. And he, to this day, his dad probably still doesn't know that his dad's going to think, well, when he was in the eighth grade, he was going to go D1. And then Mm -hmm. the coaches at Willow Canyon shortchanged him. And that's going to be the narrative he lives with forever in his head. And that's on him as an adult to not understand and see. Uh, Yeah. But I just hope, I mean, I just hate to see that stuff. I mean, it's, it's everywhere, but it got me to understand him and them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do think, you know, especially coming from where we're from, I do think most of our kids could go play college football at places. Yeah. Um, especially, absolutely. especially smaller level. I mean, you've, you yeah. came and saw them even when they got the break speed off yeah. them. There's still, I mean, yeah. I'll never forget the night I called you after I lost to horizon and you're like, well, they horizon would probably beat us right now. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they got one guys. Yeah. They had eighty one guys. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just right. like, yeah, that's, that's a fair assessment. And I didn't, you know, you don't really wrap your brain around it, but um, you just kind of find out who people and guys are in those situations and how they react in those games. But yeah, um, it just, you know, just all of it, I guess, has just been a big culture shock to me. It's different yeah. than what, I mean, when I was coaching back home, you know, dads would just go up to the bar and tell everybody, they'd get drunk yeah. and tell everybody how bad I suck. Now they tweet at me. So it's just a yeah. little bit, a little bit Not different. Yeah. Well, it, well and, it, and here's the thing, like even talking about recruiting services, things like that, um, you know, what you said about that running back was, holy shit, that's a D1 running back. Right. Oh, there's no so, doubt in my mind. Yeah. So, so if I'm a parent or a prospect or whatever, 
like, and I've said, I said this probably two years ago on like my Twitter page. I was just like, if you feel like you are that guy, like you should be going the same place that that dude's going. Like you need to take a serious look in the mirror, watch his tape and his highlights and say, am I doing those things? Yeah. Am I doing those things? Do I look like him? Am I, am I as fast and as strong and like those types of things? Can I go look at a division one roster and look at my position group and say, yep, I'm that dude. Right. Like I can add 20 pounds of muscle over the next two years to become this dude. Right. Right. Like those are the types of things where like I, it's, it's super sad. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's social media. It's uh, you know, these recruiting services, all those types of things that are taking advantage of the situation right now because people want to feel good. People want to feel good. 100%. Somebody, somebody told me, man, like somebody told me that I was going to get a full ride somewhere. It feels so good going to, to Weber state and taking pictures in the jerseys and, yeah. you know, me and three, 385 other, uh, you know, high school seniors got to go to the university of Utah and take, take pictures in the jerseys. And, but guess what? I haven't talked to a single coach in the last 180 days, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's, that's the, the struggle with, and with where we're at today in the recruiting world. But what, what I did see was NCAA is trying to pass a, a rule, um, of doing no photo shoots unless it's an official visit, which would cut down on a lot of this stuff, which I think would be really, really cool. So no baby, no baby ground going and getting pictures at yeah. LSU and saying that he's got offered by Nick. Sa- like no more of that. Like, I think that would be not, not only save programs a ton of time and but, money. Yeah. But it would it'd cut down on, on the BS for kids that are, that are finger quotes getting recruited. Cause like, right. You're that running back, for example, from from this Friday, like I bet he went to U of A and brought three of his buddies with, you know, and they all took pictures together. And the other two outside of that, you know, guard slash center, they ain't getting recruited by U of A. They got to go because Jimmy and Johnny wanted to go and they wanted the two best buds to come with and experience it. hundred percent. You know, so I I think when those things get eliminated and hopefully people start to understand, like, you know, come back down to earth, like, hey, my son, like, and God willing, when I'm a parent, I'm not going to be that dude. Um, I hope, I don't know. I mean, Jeff will probably be the first one to have an opportunity to see if he's going to be that dude or not. I don't feel like he will be, but, um, you know, I, I, I just, I hope that we can get to a point where we can be realistic with some of these kids. And I, and I try to be like, you know, I got a lot of kids that are always telling me, yeah, I'm talking to this, this FCS school or whatever. I'm like, okay, like when was the last time you talked to them? Like, what are the conversations like? Um, you know, Oh, you are going to get a $250 scholarship to go somewhere like sick. Do you want to be in the middle of Kansas? You know, yeah. Um, for some kids, great. They want that experience. That's good. Like if you know what you want, great. Um, but if you're paying for recruiting service and people are telling you that, um, you are something that you're not like, there's a reason why you don't have any offers. Um, you know, it's because you're looking in the wrong spots, like at some point got to be realistic with your situation like uh, i think it falls on the parents so much too like they they want that they want that too mm-hmm. you know they want to hear mm-hmm. it about their kid so 100 100 like it's just even, crazy yeah 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 i mean i've had kids ask me 
you know, how, how will you help me go D one? Um, which like, I, I would love to, if, if you have that talent level, but, um, like there's a kid that like, we didn't get this last year that, um, went to another division three school and he's not even starting there. Right. So I'm like, well, I don't know if you're going to go D one anywhere you go if you don't get any playing time, but somebody so, sold him on a bill of goods. Now that's why right. he's there. So, oh. so, it, and, and we keep track of dudes, man. Like we keep track of dudes that we don't get. And, uh, you know, I like to see how they do because I gave a crap, like I give a crap about them. Right. Um, so right. I like to see where these dudes go and how they do. And uh, I want to see them succeed. Like that's why I pay attention. Um, and that's why I don't burn any bridges is because I want to make sure they do well, no matter where they go. But, um, it's just interesting, man. It's interesting to, you know, hear what, hear what potentially sells, sells a guy on something. And if somebody's willing to tell somebody something that isn't true to, to get them there, that's great. Um, but yeah, man, super, super interesting. Um, word to the wise, don't sign up for a recruiting service, especially one yeah. that's going to ask you to pay. Don't do it. It's not yeah. worth it. Um, you can sell yourself just as easy um, and ask your, your high school coach. Uh, Twitter's but, free. Yeah. The, the, the Twitter X is free. Yeah. Um, get, get after it. So. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. Well, brother, I appreciate you um, coming on, catching everybody yeah. up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a good time. We'll obviously do it again. Uh, yeah, let's do it, man. I think that was episode 80. Uh, just go. wrapping up. Let's go. So we're pushing. We're going to yeah. 20 weeks away from a party, I guess. I don't Let's know. go, man. Let's go crazy. So hey, I appreciate you having me on brother. I love you. Good luck. The rest of your man. You bet brother. Love you too. Appreciate you. I appreciate you all listening at home. Please like comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good. Everybody.